Hey you guys, and welcome back to Autism Mom Texas. Well now is Autism Mom Life, as you know. I rebranded the podcast, came back, and starting this week I'm coming back stronger than ever. I owe a lot of that to a lot of people in my life who motivated me to push forward. <laughs> I went through a lot and a lot of changes happened, but I'm back. And I'm going to be putting out more content, talking to more people. Last time... I put out an unedited version of my conversation with my friend Jay. Now, usually I would edit out all the times my son came and interrupted me. And I'm trying to chase him out of the room while I'm trying to record a podcast. And then I realized something. I never want to edit my life for you guys. You understand. You're my tribe. You're my people. I don't have to edit my life for you. And I want you guys to know how much that means to me on a personal level. I've been going through a lot of different topics, and I'm going to touch on a topic tonight that Jay actually sent me, but this morning, I want to talk about something that is kind of overlooked. We talk about the stresses that come from our children. We talk about the places we can't go, the things we can't do, the things that no one else understands. The crying when you're by yourself because you can't help them. The working every day of your life like you're holding a grenade in the palm of your hand. And at some point, it's going to go off. And we can't always be prepared for it. Those are all things we talk about. Because, yes, they need. They need to be talked about. I'm sorry if I sound a little out of breath. I I just went for a two-mile run for the first time in so long. But I started to remember something. Our kids are our whole world. We do everything for them. Change our entire lives to fit their needs as autism parents. So give yourself a little bit of credit for that. Give yourself a little bit of credit for everything we do. But also remember everything you forget to do. I know that a lot of parents are lucky to have teams. A mom and a dad there, and some are like me, single parents of kids with autism. And I gotta say, for those of you who are single parents raising these amazing kids on the spectrum, when was the last time you took more than a two minute shower? When was the last time you had a night off? When was the last time you had five minutes off? We can't leave them with sitters unless they've known them their whole lives. We can't take them to school unless it is planned and delegated. And even when they're at school, we said they're consistently worrying. When is the last time you took five minutes for yourselves? That's what I want to talk about today, guys. I want to talk about self-care as an autism parent. It's so important to me. And I hope it's important to you guys. I didn't sleep last night because my five-year-old is going through growth spurts again. And since he doesn't experience pain or changes in hot and cold when he has pain on the inside of his body, like his bones stretching, he senses it on a level that the rest of us do not understand. So he can't sleep. And when he does not sleep, I do not sleep. And I know you guys understand that on a personal level. 
he's sitting inside right now, and, and my roommate's inside. I know that, you know, if anything happens, you know, she'll, she'll call me, because I'm, I'm outside right now doing this podcast. But I needed it, guys. I needed to go for a run. I needed to push myself to do something for me. You know, I have to work from home as a single autism parent because I have to be with him. I have to be there in case something happens. So I, I don't even get the break of going off to work. <laughs> I work at home. Part of that is, hey, sitting here and talking to you guys. And that's amazing. It's amazing to me that at this day and age, venting can be something that's good for me and my family as well. Blogging and writing and coaching people to be their best selves, that is my favorite part of my job. But my favorite part of my life is being Everett's mother. But sometimes I forget that I'm not just Everett's mom, I'm not just an autism parent. I'm not just an autism advocate. I'm not just a coach. I'm not just a trainer. I'm not just a writer for retainer. I'm not just a marketing director. I'm Brooke. (laughs) And I think I forgot that for a really long time. I think we all kind of forget who we are. The second we hear the words, hi, we need to have a talk, your child is on the spectrum. Our entire life, our entire worlds become about them and what they need. And I'm not saying that that's not important, that is so important. But it's also important to read a book every once in a while, go for a walk with your partner. Go out to a dinner where you don't have to color coat the plates. (laughs) Where you don't have to remember that my son doesn't eat meat because the texture is so disturbing for him. Where (laughs) you don't have to sit there and explain to someone, hey, go to a restaurant and explain, hey, I need this, this, and this, but not this and this, and can you separate it like this? And can you bring it out ahead? Because he needs something to do. Thank God for the restaurants that have tablets on the tables, guys. Preach. I don't think they understand what they mean to us. (laughs) I remember I went into an Olive Garden a couple weeks ago to meet some friends for dinner. Terrified. And I promise, guys, it only worked for like 20 minutes. But there's a tablet at the table. And they're like, you're going to pay $3.99 for games for dinner? And I'm like, oh, you bet I am. Because it kept his distraction. His tablet was dead. And maybe it had 20% on it. But I need to save that in case this tablet died. (laughs) Second, the waitress comes up. She says, hi, what can I get you guys to drink? I said, I don't care what they want. I need you to bring me macaroni and cheese. And please tell me what kind of macaroni and cheese do you have? Can you tell me exactly what the noodles look like? And well, how do you guys use your cheese? Do you use fake cheese? Do you guys use shredded cheese? Do you guys use melted cheese? I need to know all of these things. I need to remind my son, say thank you. Say you're welcome. At five years old, he still has a cold, yes. So he only does good by repeating. 
people to understand that he is not just hypersensitive or hyposensitive. My son tends to switch between days. So he could respond to everything you say one day and then an hour later, you're like, why isn't he responding to me? Because he can't hear you. Unless you're on his level and looking directly at him. My son didn't learn to talk by hearing people talk. He is a completely visual learner. When he was little, he almost didn't speak for a very long time. And then I noticed that he would stare intensely at the way my lips moved. And then he would repeat certain words if the way I moved my lips was enough for him to read. He is an extremely visual learner, so I started teaching him sign language and association. And, and now he reads people's lips, but he has to look at them when they're talking or he's not gonna really understand what they're saying. We do so much on top of our regular jobs, on top of our regular social interactions and niceties. You know, I tell, always tell people my, my coaching client that keeps me the busiest is my son. <laughs> because I have to control every aspect of his life. And we just, we just moved into a new house and there's a whole lot of people that live in this house and I'm telling you it's the best situation we've been in in a long time. And, you know, there's still discipline here and there's still rules if they understand that Everett is slowly learning them. And it almost makes me literally, sad part is that it makes me literally want to cry when I see one of them get down on his level to talk to him. Because we've never lived in a house where they did that. We've never lived in a house where it wasn't a problem to make a special meal. Because they knew that he wouldn't eat order a different kind of pizza to call the restaurant ahead and see what cheese they put on the pizza. It wasn't an issue. He has a yard he can play in. He still has chores. He still shares my room. Separation anxiety is awful for him. Guys, I'm not a perfect parent. Not sitting here and saying, hey, I have all the answers to being the best autism mom in the world. Because I'm hanging on by thread. Talking to you guys helps that thread hold together. So yeah, reach out to me. Guys, I'm still Autism Mom Texas on Twitter. Find me. Talk to me. I mean, it's, it's funny because it's true. My friend, my friend Jay will sit there and he'll vent to me about everything going on. And I'll vent to him about situations going on. And every once in a while, we'll just look at the other one and be like, hey, did you breathe today? Did you take a second? And I remember my favorite answer from him is always, I'll breathe when everything just calms down. And I remind him it might not. And I think that's like a hard situation for people to understand. Breathe. Take care of yourself. If it means getting up an extra hour early in the morning, guys, to have a cup of coffee and peace, to read a book, <laughs> you know, that ever-knowing argument a parent has with, do I go to bed because they finally went to bed on time so I can sleep, or do I stay up for just five seconds? I do this thing where I go outside and I've had a rough day and I pop in my headphones, and when it's pitch black outside and no one can see me because 
I'm not, I'm not really a talented dancer. I'm more like that guy in that movie uh, with Will Smith where he's like, hey, stay in your lane, stay in your lane. This is your space. This is, this is where you stay. Um, I don't think I got that move down yet. So I go down, I, I dance around, I spin, I listen to music. And I remember who I am. I remember that a long time ago, I wanted to finish my book. So I started writing 500 to 1,000 words a day. Started sending it out to some of my cosplay friends so they could start cosplaying it so I'd have a readership when I pushed it to a publisher. I started my career back. I'm getting my podcast back because I want to talk to you guys. I want you to talk to me. I want you to reach out to me. You know, I really do. Like, If I get a message from you on Twitter and you're like, hey, I just had the worst day, I'm going to send you my number. And me and you are going to sit down and we're going to have a talk about it because I guarantee I probably had a rough day too. And I think we all need someone to call who understands. Who's not just going to say, oh, well, did you talk to his doctor? Who's going to say, okay, you're absolutely right. Breathe. Just breathe. Not when everything calms down. You know, I've had times where Everett just... Once I knew he was safe and he was throwing himself into a fit and I just, I couldn't calm him down, I'd leave him in his room, on his bed, knowing that he wasn't going to move, knowing he was at that point where he just needed to scream, and ooh, is that a mood? Well, you just need to scream. But he's a kid, and I'm an adult, and I just can't sit there and scream. God, sometimes I wish I could. I wish I could just sit in the middle of a road, in the middle of nowhere, and just scream. To admit the thing that I think we all feel like awful parents for admitting. I didn't sign up for this. I don't know how to do this. I love him, he's my child, and I have never been happier to call someone my son. Because as in he's in pain, he'll come to me and he'll crawl in my lap. And he'll just hold me. To have a child who knows emotions more than he knows people talking. So when I'm having a bad day, <laughs> I've literally gone to the point where I just sit there and I know I'm about to cry, but I'm not. And my son will just come up to me and he grabs my face because he has no sense of personal space whatsoever. And he says, Mom, we're gonna be okay. We got this, Mom. It's been me and him for a really long time. It's been just me and him for about five years. And I wouldn't rather have anyone in my corner. He is not gonna grow up like any other kid I know, even other kids on the spectrum, because every kid on the spectrum, they are like a fingerprint. They're different. <laughs> and he teaches me so much. And sometimes I think to myself, I say, you know what? I always prayed to God for patience, and I always had a habit of not listening, so I guess he decided to force feed it on me. He knew I needed Everett just as much as he needed me. 
Now I'm a firm believer in that we are chosen to be our children's parents. You know, and I, I like to believe that I was chosen to be Everett's mother for, for a reason. I like to believe that I'm a good mom. But I'm also a big enough person to admit I am an impatient mother. Sometimes I am a sad mother. Sometimes I am a stressed out mother. Sometimes I am a crying on the bathroom floor because I barely made it through the day mother. Sometimes I am a go back to your room. Don't make me come down there. It is two o'clock in the morning. Why are you awake, mother? I can't get any of my work done during the day, barely, because he needs me. He needs me so much, so I stay up till two or three in the morning, and I'm not getting any sleep. (laughs) The one thing I can say is I'm an honest mom. I'm not going to sit here and tell you guys that I am the picture-perfect autism parent. That I am that strong woman on the t-shirt telling you that they are an autism super mom. I'm an autism okay mom. I'm an autism working on it every day mom. And I am an autism hanging on by a thread mom. And I think that's okay to admit especially to the tribe, especially to the people who know what we go through on a daily basis, who absolutely know what it means to just need a minute. God, just to just, I mean, you can't even go in the bathroom without them banging on the door asking where you are. Because my son doesn't understand that I went from the living room to the bathroom. All he understands is I was right next to him and now I'm gone, even if I tell him. He has spatial breakdowns where he, he doesn't remember. And then he goes to look for me and his separation anxiety is so bad sometimes. And he saw his blanket from when he was two. <laughs> it's a safety item. He carries it around with him. He loves that thing more than life itself. And this year it got so thin. I've already put two patches on it. I'm sure you guys, I'm sure your child had something, a hat, <laughs> a rattle, a blanket, something that makes them feel safe. I had to add an extra layer to it, and the whole time I was adding it, I was sewing it on myself, and I made sure that there was no stitching in it because he doesn't like that, so I made a tie-off blanket, and all I'm thinking is, oh my gosh, is this the right fabric? Is he gonna like this? Is this gonna be okay? And there's knots on the end now, and there wasn't knots on the end before. he came out in the morning and he grabbed his blanket and he said, Mom, you fixed Blinky. (laughs) And he was just so happy that I did something with it so it wasn't falling apart. And here I am terrified that I'm going to ruin the thing. Honestly, guys, I think sometimes we stress ourselves out. (laughs) Sometimes I think we don't give our kids the the credit. (laughs) They do with so many things on in their own head every single day. I don't think they worry so much about what we're doing that we think they do. And it's a hard thing to admit. I'm not an autism super mom. 
I would love to be. Heck, I would love to tell you I got a perfect schedule every day. What is a perfect schedule? I plan everything out. I got that go-to bag. Because I have certain things that work for certain things, but that situation, like, you know, in the, in the army, they always told us, hope for the best, plan for the worst. And I think I need that more in my life now than I did when I was in the military. I think it applies more now than it did then. So what I'm going to tell you guys today, as I'm going to be wrapping up this podcast in the next 10 minutes, and I promise I'll be back with a longer one tonight. I just wanted to check in with y'all. And say that when you're going about your day, when you're waking up, you don't have to be super mom. You don't have to be super dad. You can be hanging on by a thread. Just okay is okay. You're putting in effort, you're trying, and you're there. And every single day, we think that we have to be these perfect parents. I'll tell you, it's refreshing when you meet another autism parent. And you can just look at them and be like, are, are you bad at this? Because I'm, I'm bad at this. <laughs> and they're like, yeah, you know what? I'm bad at this, too. <laughs> so I'm telling you guys, I'm bad at this. So send me comments. Send me messages. It is Autismom Texas at Twitter. Apparently that name's confusing. So it's Autism, O-M. Texas, Autism Mom Texas at Twitter. Talk to me, guys. I swear, like, I am that one. I'm going to give you my number. Let's text. Let's call. I am working on a website so we can have, like, a group, like, a, a group, like, discussion board where people can post up and new parents can come on and old parents, not old parents. Y'all aren't old, okay? I love your faces. But, like, parents who have been in the game a little while can come on and give advice to new parents and we can talk. Because, guys, we're here. We are everywhere. There's so much more of us now. So many more kids finally getting diagnosed. Hey, adults getting diagnosed. Don't feel weird. I'm going to tell you guys this. I had a conversation. Like, I put out a poll on Twitter, and I said, hey, adults with autism, are y'all, are y'all cool with us coming to you to ask questions? guys they see things from our kids perspective that we might not and don't be afraid to admit that and they said no no ask us talk to us so it's okay the only people who are going to be an expert on people on the spectrum are people who are on the spectrum follow them learn about what's going on educate yourself especially for those of you who have kids going to school next year and you still don't know what an IEP plan is or an ARD is get on it learn about the laws learn educate yourself on what's going on with ABA therapy don't just do everything your doctor tells you to do educate yourself you don't have to be perfect at this You just have to 
be doing this. <laughs> you have to be trying. Because I'm trying to, I'm trying every day to just hold it together. You know, last month I was supposed to leave Everett with my parents for two weeks. I was supposed to come up and visit and hang out with friends that I've known for a long time. And I was, I was ready to drop them off. And because I never, I'm never, never without my son ever, ever. It's the only reason my parents even agreed to do it. First night we were there, my mom fell, broke her ankle. They couldn't keep him. So he came up with me. And this is where we've been. And. It's hard to find those minutes because even 60 seconds to yourself. One journal entry, heck, one blog, share your stories, be a part of the tribe. Talk to each other, engage with each other, find me. Share me so I can find you. Come on the podcast and talk to me about it. I promise I'll find some quiet time. Jay just happens to know, you know, know my son. So him running out in the middle of a recording isn't as bad. <laughs> and I promise to always give you guys a completely unedited version of me and my life. That I can promise you. I hope you guys have an absolutely remarkable day. And if it's an okay day, be okay. Have a day. Eat. Drink some water. Take 60 seconds to yourself. Walk outside after you put your child to bed and breathe for a minute. Just breathe. Pop in some headphones. Listen to some James Dean, Frank Sinatra. Guys, I got weird taste in music. But be there and be present when it comes to yourself. So check out this week share me talk to people about me i'm going to be on here all week i want to talk to you guys and i have a couple other special guests coming on this week so let me know who you want to see on here who you want me talking to who you think needs to talk to me and find me comment leave a review tell me what you think don't judge too harshly on my unedited stuff (laughs) I hope you guys have an absolutely wonderful day, and thanks for listening.